previously on Dumb Stats. After descending into a pit and fighting off undead vampires, the bad humanoids have located Paxbury, an ancient weapon of immense power, forged with both light and dark energy. With Axbringer and Oakrot in their possession, presumably two of the Wondrous Eight, the bad humanoids make their next move and wonder what they're going to find next. campaign I'm going to play a dragonborn character called Worm Crowley. <laughs> <laughs> W-Y-R-M. <laughs> Crowley. God. That's I'll, be, a... I'll be playing Nathaniel Cato's twin brother, Bathaniel Cato. <laughs> <laughs> or will I? <laughs> Rob will be and playing then, and then of course, sales. You know, Hero Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Hero, Hero Sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> no, he'll obviously finally, we'll finally get to see the misadventures of Suvlaki. Oh, yeah. The lost, the lost Gamwich. You gotta delve into this family. The lost Gamwich. Yeah, he's always getting out of pickle. Gamwichry. I would, I would watch that for around twenty-two minutes every week. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Suvlaki files. Yeah. Suvlaki files. Oh man. I would watch the Suvlaki files. It's it's basically everything that's been happening in the background of this main plot line, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was calling about my. Uh, I didn't get my tomatoes or olives to it. <laughs> yeah. Looks like I'm on the case. <laughs> yeah, he just runs the family he, restaurant. He runs the restaurant. Yeah. Remember, he's got to be partnered up with uh, Brolani. Right. <laughs> well, it, and also, like, it's, does, it's basically like a Wahlburgers for the Gamwiches. <laughs> it's, the rea- it. it's the reality <laughs> show spinoff about their family restaurant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and their regular customer could be Frail Kevin. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Hey, always- I was just kidding. I, I, no one's taking my... Or, oh, okay. And Alan Davenport, oh. you know, has oh. his own booth. <laughs> oh, I wanted this without mail. Oh. <laughs> no, Alan Davenport is the health inspector. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're always at odds with. Uh, I don't think uh, these are allowed by the FDA. Uh, those are those are olives. Now, mm. personally, I prefer lukewarm meat, but you're gonna, the state requires that you store them at a much cooler temperature. <laughs> I notice I notice no fewer than three ice cubes in this water. Yes, uh, it appears that you cover your bread when uh, it's not being utilized. Rookie mistake. Yes. 
You need to let that breathe. All, <laughs> let that breathe. <laughs> you know what I you know what I say to the missus every night, all hail stale. So <laughs> Where do you keep your salt? <laughs> God, that got like Joker level right there. Where do you keep your salt? <laughs> My father. What's a deli? Why so savory? <laughs> <laughs> now, the real question is, what is the Gamwich family restaurant name? Is it just Gamwich's Sandwiches or is that Gammy two on Sammies? the nose? Gammy Sammy's? Like, I don't know. It's, it's, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, you could name it after like a historical landmark in. Uh, how about, how about the uh, How about Gizzard House? Gizzard House, and it's it and it's all just like country food, like yeah, yeah, real yeah, country. Just down home, yeah. Down home pickings. Gizzard House. <laughs> Gizzard House. Dude, yeah, just dude. imagine like the local commercial. Come on down to Gizzard House, and we've got. Uh, John, go ahead and take it. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and take it from there. Located <laughs> on the 404 across from Brimley's. <laughs> you don't take Highway 65 two miles south, exit 29. If you see the Brimley South, you've gone too far. <laughs> Get here this weekend because we're running a special on Eye of Newt. <laughs> <laughs> toe a frog half off, just like the toe. Just ask for me, frail Kevin. <laughs> You buy one bucket of chicken gizzards, you get a fireball scroll for free. We will throw that in. Yep. One in every hundred gets a heel ball scroll. <laughs> Which will really help with the digestion. Yeah, you're going to need that. And don't forget, next Saturday, we're, uh, we got a door bustle deer. Be one of the first ten to enter the door Saturday morning and say, Make me. <laughs> you're going to get yourself a free T-shirt. <laughs> Which will be shot with a t-shirt cannon full of air. <laughs> We're the gizzard house with the gorilla on the roof. <laughs> Don't 404. Be other gizzard houses. We're the original. <laughs> <laughs> Highway 404, New Hampshire. That's gizzard with two Z's. <laughs> and by Highway 404, I mean the one road on this <laughs> continent because it's a medieval fantasy. You know the road. Gizzardhouse.biz. Gizzardhouse.biz. <laughs> Dot co dot house dot geocities dot slash gizzard house. Come on in. We're cooking. And that's 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 our episode. Yeah, yeah. Good sesh, guys. Guys, great sesh. Where are we at? We're at twelve minutes. Great. Thirteen minutes and good job. And have accomplished both a lot and nothing. Yeah, that's right. All right, well, shall we start? <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> for realsies. All right, so for our listeners who are listening to this just the very next week, uh, this isn't so much for you, this is more for the players. Uh, the last thing you did uh, was uh, descend into that pit, um, mm. you, and you guys got out of the pits. You were out of the pits. Which was, which was great. And mm. you came out with a pretty badass weapon. Uh, mm-hmm. now wielded by Nathaniel Cato, uh, Pax Bringer, um, and, uh, the glyphs describing the weapon read Pax Bringer, the dual blade of light and dark forged by dragonborn Nork Moonscale, the avatar of Arcana Radia. And stats on that, uh, it's, it's two handed, so you can't do any chicanery with your, your, your secret hand. Um, but, oh, nuts. but it is plus 24 to hit. So, you know, yeah. there's that, um, on hit, uh, it's five D four, five D eight plus four radiant damage as well as two D 10 plus five necrotic damage. Uh, and it, depending uh, on which 
side. Uh, well, yeah, it kind of does both, but okay. but it auto kills undead. So all you have to do is connect, not botch, or just hit. Uh, meet the AC or uh, beat the AC of anything undead. Your vampires, your ghouls, your zombies. Uh, little green ghouls. Little green ghouls. Uh, people's knees. Uh, mil- milk steak. Boiled over hard. Uh, you will uh, auto-kill them. Uh, the legend uh, that you read after that was, and I need to errata something. Oh, my God. Ooh. A semi-live errata. Um, this, uh, I, I said it as Prelude to Millennium Part 1. This is actually Part 2. Part 1 was the staff that you found from the tree in the courtyard, right? So that, that whole courtyard was the first room of this part of the castle. But I, I, and I read you the legend to it, but I neglected to say Prelude to Millennium Part 1. That was Part 1. So, the vampire pit, getting Paxbringer, this is Prelude to Millennium Part 2. Four intrepid allies descend into darkness. A routine mining expedition leads to uncovering the hilt of one of the most powerful weapons of legend, Paxbringer. This legendary sword, later completely forged, could quell an entire army of undead with one slash. But the discovery leads the reluctant heroes down a path without destination, at least not one they desired. The entire world, the entire planet was unstable. It was missing its savior, the Herifin. She was somewhere else entirely. Entirely. Thus, the world was doomed from the start. Dot, dot, dot. Um, after you guys are done with that room, the Wonka glass elevator uh, brings you back to the uh, central room and kind of lets you guys out on that second floor, which again looks like, you know, a business office type thing um, with all those, uh, all those, you know, fake doors you can't go through because it's all dead. Real fake doors. Come on oh, down. down. So uh, you guys um, step out of the elevator and, uh, you know, um, <laughs> sneak Marantha and Peppery will kind of like look at each other, look at y'all, and uh, sneak will look at you, Nate, and say, um, that's quite a powerful weapon um, you're wielding. Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> he says, I'm sure it does. I have been thinking about what the introductory um, uh, notes for this entire section read. Um, and that was basically um, <clears throat> find the eight and do what I could not from that, that voice, that voice named Wraith. Mm. Um, it seems as though uh, before uh, we've encountered about 10 rooms per level. If we have indeed assumed that these items, and you'll point to the staff you're holding, Oak Rod, and you'll point to Pack Spring that you're holding, are the eight, uh, that would lead us two rooms left uh, in this section. And he like looks up towards the you know, endless ceiling, basically. And keeping his eyes on the on the kind of like void that you would rise up into, he would say, uh, he says, now what remains in those two rooms, I can only assume one of which is something to do with your mother, with Elise. Oh. The one preceding that, I haven't the faintest. Maybe we should hazard some guesses before we proceed so quickly. <coughs> but that's just my two coppers. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good idea. Uh, 
Anyone j- jump on in. <laughs> <laughs> no bad ideas in brainstorming. Germ <laughs> uh, will jump in and say, collect the eight. We have two. Should we... Sneak, sneak will like rifle through like a little, you know, like this little journal that he has, and he'll say, "Locate and assemble the wondrous eight, and do what I could not, Wraith." Hmm. What what could he not do? That's 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 the that's the key to all of this. Maybe collect them, assemble them, um, collect and assemble. I don't know. It just seems like anything that anything that we're asked to do in this place has been a trick so far. Right. Almost. Right. There's the there are these two voices, right? There's this one, and he'll like, like press to digitate like two circles, show like a Venn diagram, but like one circle is inside another completely, um, and he'll like touch the inner one, and it'll glow green, and he'll say, "They're the voices of the beings." The characters that we see in here, this Wraith fellow, the, the others, and then he'll touch the sort of like outer circle that contains the inner one and it'll turn red. And then there's that Germanus Cincinnatus, whomever, this, this supposed architect of this place who's spoken to us what, twice, is it now? Yes. And so we have so many narrative directives to follow here. I, I can't quite keep it straight, and I'm so exhausted, I can't even recall much of what we've done. This place is truly sinister, and he'll just, like, throw up his arms, and the prestidigitation will just, you know, poof, in a frustrated dust. Well, if the architect is real, and he can control all of this. Why would he allow someone else to leave... That kind of message. Marantha will say, that was my thought. Exactly. No. Uh, <laughs> Marantha will say, precisely, this is, this is madness. It, it, it is as though he has all the cunning in the world and yet also has no clue what he's doing with us in here. Maybe he's not in control anymore. Sneak will turn and look at you and say, what do you mean? I mean, how long ago was this place built? Just millennia? Is <laughs> a term in this universe? Older than time itself. I mean, it seems that way. Like, as old as time. <laughs> um, Sneak will say, millennia. The name of this section is called the Prelude to Millennium. Yeah. I, wonder if, I wonder if this place truly is a thousand years old. Ugh. Could be. I mean, it's hard to tell. Like, it seems to be but we've seen it seems to exist outside of time but we've seen three vastly different environments with these three levels <coughs> at, at, I mean, th- that seem to span far more than a thousand years i mean i think I mean, of look, oh go ahead i was just saying look where we are right now this room's made of metal and glass like who can work metal and glass like that they they have to be far more advanced than we are and that first level I feel as though we're somewhere between levels, you know, one and three ourselves. We're past two. Two seems so medieval, rudimentary. It seems all rustic. I mean, there were people on other planets. Right. 
we only just found out that other planets were a thing like 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and that dude got straight up burned at the stake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> After they hung you know, him. After they hung him. Hang, hang. The science isn't all back in yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so. This, this universe's equivalent of Sir Isaac Newton was barely just pardoned by the king. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so either this basilica is filled with the most vivid of imaginations. Sneak will say at the same time, and, and illusions. Yeah. Or, like, we're literally, this is a conduit between worlds that we've never even heard of, let alone been to. Marantha will say, you have been able to uh, travel between worlds easier here, haven't you? Yeah. Like, much easier. Yeah. I mean, it's a different world yeah. than the ones we've seen, but yeah. Sneak will say, that's true. You've been much more in control of that. Wherever this is, whenever this is, it's certainly in some thin part of the fabric. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm just so tired. My head hurts. <laughs> I, I agree. I literally now. can't even. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a thing? Would that get you? Nah. Uh, it's actually a, can't, wait, it's it's a, it's a level 12 what? spell. Oh, can't even. Can't yeah, even. yeah, yeah. All right. So we have S- Sneak is all frustrated. Talking about yeah. this place being a conduit. You know, between uh, worlds. the thought occurs to me. What if all of this is for nothing more than to get us frustrated? Sneak says, we're playing right into the killer's hand. Mm. Mm. And the killer is me. No. Man, where's Tim Curry when you need him? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty clear that, like, something awful is coming. Like, yes, that's something far worse than anything we we've faced. We've had warnings from demons and liches and... Something wicked is, is this direction on arriving. its way. Yes. <laughs> yes, copyright. <clears throat> um, well... And this seems to be, like, the only place where we might be able to stop it. Right. I was I was just going to say, uh, Nathaniel's, like, looking up at the stairs and, like, looks behind him and saying, Whoa. Guess we go that way. Mm-hmm. There's one way to find out. That's right. That something wretched yonder beckons. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. All right. So you guys are getting in the elevator. Yep. All right. Doors close. Takes you up to uh, the next level. Level Peppery like scratches his neck. Uh, it goes to that like it goes into that like Wes Anderson formatting, you know, yes. like we're all standing very symmetrical. It looks like you're in a model, yeah, of the, the place, yeah, yeah instead yeah. of the. It's like four four out of six of us have tried to hide a fart. Yeah. <laughs> All of them were sneak. <laughs> That's how he got his name. All right. All right. So. What? 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 <laughs> Elevator opens up in. You are <clears throat> just on the other side of a fancy looking wrought iron gate uh, behind some brick walls. 
Oh, is that wrought um, iron? And I don't um, see that anymore. You're on like this really nice, like marble laid path that leads up to this mansion. Uh, to this this gorgeous looking house. And there's like a fountain with lights on it up near the front, right? Again, electricity, something you're not super familiar with. Yeah. Uh, and um, house uh, looks um, like uh, it's, you know, something out of a tasteful Miami, if you will, right? Not gaudy, not ostentatious but obvious mounds of cocaine just uh, mounds <laughs> like the ground is coke like you can just do like a little coke angel you know um and absorb it through your skin so uh nero what who's uh whose house do you think is bigger yours <laughs> it's not a competition man but right. mine, mine, mine is better <laughs> but if we were fighting it'd be me yeah. this is a house you you have an estate yeah, that's right. Well, wait, wait. Which one? Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, yes. <laughs> Which house? And that's what, and that's what Amantha, Ramantha, Ramantha, and Rary, <laughs> uh, and Rarlet. Uh, <laughs> that's when Marantha will say, um, uh, "Exactly. I wonder, the owners, uh, which one of the many houses this is? It looks nice." And she'll start walking down the path. So the gate's open. You're on the other side. Like, you're on the inside part of the gate. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like, the gate itself was, like, the elevator doors. Yeah. yeah that's cool. That's super cool. Oh, it's real cool. This is well designed by an insane madman. Shall we? Dark Souls. You can still hear the music in the elevator. Still trying to find the elevator back to Firelink. All right. So you guys walk on up? Yep. All right. Um, oh, yeah. Germ admires the architecture and then uh, wonders uh, what the insurance costs on a place like this. <laughs> well, Alan Davenport could tell you. Oh, let's see. Uh, those pillars are a fire hazard. That's so good. Oh. Pillars are a fire hazard. <laughs> you know how you know how pillars get. You know what windows are? Just pre-broken glass. <laughs> That's just glass waiting to be shattered. Oh, I see you got the vinyl siding as opposed to aluminum. Ooh, that could be a problem down the road. Oh, hey, but not my place. Uh, I prefer a yurt. <laughs> a yurt? A windowless dirt mound with a <laughs> hole in it. <laughs> Covered okay, by I sub... Learned, uh, Alan Davenport lives in a hobbit hole. <laughs> Covered by some kind of tarpaulin. I always pictured him in like like Russ Cole's apartment from True Detective. Yeah. Like just, oh, just a total shit. Yeah. yeah, just bare walls. Yeah, a mattress on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he trunk is with, truly like, the saddest person alive. Uh, I, I should I should let you know. Uh, time is a flat circle. Yeah. <laughs> Rushed. Ross. When, when he opens up his trunk to like dig into his mysterious past. It's just like the year he lied on his taxes like 10 years ago. <laughs> but it was for like 10 bucks. Like, was, yeah, yeah. But he's constantly like looking over his shoulder. <laughs> he's like, oh, I sold that refrigerator and I didn't pay the taxes on it. Oh. oh, what was I thinking? God, I guess everyone gets what? <laughs> God forgive me. All right. So um, you walk up to the front door and the doors like magically open for you, a la like Beauty and the Beast walking into the ballroom. Creak. Yeah, 
and um, or like you know a modern day grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. This whole level <clears throat> is that song. <laughs> okay. Uh, nice. I think we're gonna stay here forever. I can live with that. You walk in, and here's what you see. Um, you walk through a, a foyer with marble columns, another fountain in, in the middle of it, some, some plant life, two spiral staircases leading up to a second level, a chandelier, right? And you walk straight into a, through another set of like French doors that open, um, and you walk into a ballroom, like a hardwood floor um, with um, uh, the following... Uh, you'll see it's you know that kind of like wood and copper combination decorations, lush red carpeting, hardwood floor. Those same red V's will don a few surfaces and walls that you see in the main building. Uh, it's rectangular with a bar at every uh, at like at, on every side of the room, including one or two globe bars. Nice. Um, a crystal chandelier hangs from the ceiling. Um, warm electric sconces gently illuminate the walls, spaced at even intervals. Instructional glyphs appear and read, follow the reluctant one's every move. Um, as you walk in, um, people start to populate as if, like, from nowhere. Um, and you see the same individuals that you saw in the vampire pit. However, they're dressed in their fineries, if you will. You see a couple of other... Uh, uh, people, um, some older, some a little younger, but mostly older, dressed in incredibly nice clothing, or what you would assume is incredibly nice clothing. Um, and so think like what you would wear today to some kind of like debutante ball or something like that, a formal, if you will. Um, <clears throat> but of course, 19th century ish, right? So, um, if Sherlock Holmes went to the prom. That's what this is. Sherlock and, prom. Sherlock prom. Sure prom. So, so prom. a lot of tailcoats. Yeah, a lot. Oh, ton of tailcoats. White gloves. White gloves. Maybe a top hat or two. Monocles. Um, the whole the whole nine feet. They're not on metric. Uh, Damn right. So, and you see the you see the most of the individuals that you saw in the pit um, standing against the bar on the opposite side of the room. Uh, you see the the Wolfman. You see the guy who wore the long duster, the tall guy with the long duster, and then you see the kind of gruff-looking uh, um, uh, doctor uh, character that you saw. However, the blonde, uh, rich dude um, is moving towards the center of the room, where he is taking the hand of a um, beautiful uh, young woman. Um, uh, ringlets in her blonde hair, right? Gorgeous dress, right? And she walks up, or he walks up to her and sort of bows and she curtsies and they take hands and they start waltzing. And you can hear the waltz music uh, playing. Um, and they start just waltzing around the room. And, you know, no one notices you're there. This is obviously you're walking into a story, right? Um, and so... Uh, the glyph said, follow the reluctant one's every move. What would you like to do? I seek out the reluctant one. Mm. Now, was it... If, oh, if you'll cast uh, Akio reluctant <laughs> one. Uh, grammar check. O-N-E apostrophe S? O-N-E-S apostrophe. Oh, okay. So O-N-E apostrophe S. Okay, so we're looking for one person. 
Uh, good call, same, though. Thank you. Germ wants to make, like, I guess a memory check and mm-hmm. just... Is this the same pair that was dancing in that, like, the was, like, first second room. room we ever did? No, it's not. But you notice they are dancing the same way. And, interesting, Germ, the tune is the same. It's being played on, like, you know, like a string quartet here when you were in that crazy dream world in that room in the first level it was like ethereal you know like almost pipey kind of dream music right um almost like a soundtrack here it's a live like you know string quartet but it is the same song how were how are the original two dressed um one was basically like the Sandman from um, uh, uh, Neil Gaiman's <laughs> book, right? Like it was that being with the split face looks a lot like the Avatar of Valia, yeah. right? And the girl that was dancing was in like, imagine like Kaylee Fry from Firefly, right? Like engineer's overalls, dirty hair, right? Okay. Get that kind of thing. Got it. Yeah. Here it's, you know, super formal, both. Both parties dancing are look impeccable. Like Kaylee from Firefly in that episode. In that episode where, where she ball. gets the dress yeah. and the parasol. Exactly, right. Yeah. Everything will be related back to uh, Kaylee yeah. from Firefly. Yeah. Because Jewel like State is a treasure. is going to end with a Firefly reboot. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're bringing it back. That's what we've been uh, leading up to. That's what we've been we're leading up to. We're bringing it back, y'all. Clearly, that's what the story is. <laughs> uh, we already have a cap Hashtag save wash. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I wouldn't want to do it without wash. No. You can't. I'm a leaf on the wind. It would have, have to be a prequel. I'm a leaf on the wind. I'm a leaf on the wind. Oh. Watch me. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> for the steam fucking years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I know what I would like to do. Okay. I would like to follow the girl. Okay. Like go out on the dance floor mm-hmm. and um, Wait, try to mimic her steps. Try to mimic her. Okay. Movement. All right. Um, Can roll? I cut in? <laughs> <laughs> roll for me a dexterity check, if you will. Okay. Just just flat. I, t- I take it like they don't see us, right? No, they're not interacting with you at all. Yeah. Again, like it's you're in a you're yeah yeah. It's a vision. Thirty-three. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. With a thirty-three. Gee. All right. All right. You immediately break out in "This Is America" by Childish Gambino. <laughs> and actually, and, and actually, <laughs> they all join. Like you know, you start a flash mob. Yeah. Essentially, nice. uh, nicely done. Uh, you guys beat the campaign. So Sick. great job. Yeah. Um, start a flash mob. It ends. It ends yeah. in level twenty-three of the <laughs> basilica. Uh, as as most do. As anticlimactic as possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. That doesn't happen. What does happen is you're able to mimic her very well and like almost blend with her. Like you, you know, it's like it's like a hologram. You can almost like step in her place and like you know you've got your your arms up right, like with the gentleman. Right, yeah. exactly. And because people uh, can see that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice move there, John. Uh, and um, you notice. Uh, make a perception check for me, sir. So you guys see Nate just like beelines to the dance floor. Thirty-five. Damn, son. All right. Um, you notice here. Mm, hmm. Okay, here's what you both hear and see. All right, as you're doing this, um, sh- he says to her, "You know, 
He says to her, <clears throat> you're, doing, you're doing wonderfully. You're doing absolutely wonderfully. Happy birthday, dear Susanna. And uh, she'll say, Mycroft, thank you. The, the dragons are tame tonight. I can't, I can't see them. Well, they're not here, love, because this night is about you. This night is all about you, and nothing that you're afraid of would, would ruin your good night. Your big brother's here. His companions are here. We're all here for you, love. Thank you. Like, she clearly has some kind of social disability. You know, like, some yeah. kind of, like, it's... it's some disconnect. Yeah, some kind of disconnect uh, with everything. And, you know, but she is got she has got the biggest beaming, radiant smile on her face, and he's smiling. And with this percent, you can tell, yeah, they're related. Like, they're, they're <clears> brother <throat> and sister, right, straight up. And neither of them seems fairly reluctant. They both seem incredibly willing and happy to have this dance with each other. Yeah. They're both enjoying it. Okay. Well, so could I... Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to scan the room for the other wondrous six. Hmm. Um, okay. What are you looking for? I mean, for? I can... I've seen them, right? I, I could probably tell... Correct. Who's, yeah, you guys... Who's the import, who are the important You guys have are. seen these items before. Okay. Remember, you, you, you used those items on those in that statue room, right? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just confusing the items for the people. Oh, room. okay, okay. Um, I want to be looking at the other people that we have seen before. Okay, the like the ones up against the bar. They're, so they're all up against the bar? Correct. Um, here's what you see. All right. Um, as you, like, kind of walk over and take a, take a gander and, like, Nate yeah. will swing by you in a dance move, like... I'll, I'll high-five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm dreadfully sorry. And uh, Nate executes this... With that, with that dex roll, he executes this beautiful twirl. And, like, it is... I took dance before my stepdad was around. <laughs> twirl sound effect. This is for you, Pops! David! <laughs> Don't tell me I can't dance, Dad! Dad! All right. Um, so, yeah, I want to be looking for people who are, like, look unhappy. And... All right. You walk up to the bar, and here's what you see. Describe the sort of, like, the, the wolf man, right, um, is there. His fineries look a little bit different than the others. You don't see another type of his race except for the help. Yeah. The bartender is this kind of species, this yeah. race, right? And then there are some others dressed in similar fineries to the rich folk, but they have trays of drinks mm. or d'oeuvres, things like that, that they're... So he's probably looking a little uncomfortable. Walking around with. Yes, and his fineries look older, almost like, you know, Ron Weasley when he went to the Yule Ball, yeah. right? Like, versus Harry Potter's nice, you know, you know dress robes and stuff like that, right? <laughs> um, and the one thing you notice about him that's quite peculiar um, is that, like, he had, he, you know, he had longer hair, like in the um, uh, in the in the pit, they were like almost like dreadlocks, right? He's got those tied back in in a ponytail, right? With a with a fancy with a fancy ribbon, right? And his, you remember how I described him last time? He had those like breeches that stopped at the knees, right? So that his lower legs were bare, right? They're still like that. Um, this these these fancy clothes still stop at the knees, and he's got 
bare legs, right? Um, and it still has that strange kind of like reversible knee, you know. So <clears throat> you see that about uh, you see that about him, um, and he's got something in his hand that he's kind of like fiddling with. You can't quite see it because you're a little far away. Yeah. The uh, tall, skinny guy. The, the one that was, like, in the duster and the sort of, like, um, large-brimmed hat, right? He's not wearing the hat. His hair is gelled back, right? He's not wearing the duster. He's wearing nice clothes. They, do look a little old and dingy, but they're more for a human and not for this other race of, of being, right? Like, he has trousers, coat, vest, shirt, stuff like that, some kind of, like, fancy cravat, yeah. if you will. But they do look older and a little dingier. Right. Um, we'll get to the doctor in a second because he looks damn fancy. <laughs> Dude's loaded. Anyway, um, so, and he, the, the, the tall, skinny, brooding one is like leaning back against the bar, you know, like with his arms, his elbows up on the bar, you know, that pose, one leg up, kicked up on the, on the back of the bar, and he's got like uh, some kind of like cocktail in his hand, right? But not a fancy looking cocktail. Basically, looks like some kind of whiskey just poured over ice. Um, and he takes an occasional sip. And um, as you walk nearer, you could tell that he's talking. Can't quite hear what he's saying. He's talking to the other two. Uh, the doctor character, right? He's like sort of like middle aged, right? So he's got like the salt and pepper thing going in his hair, right? But it's slicked back, gelled back, and, you know, his outfit looks incredibly rich, wealthy, nice, right? And he's standing there, and he's got a drink, too. Um, uh, if you were to describe the, like, emotions present on their face, because you were kind of looking for that, you're kind of looking for, like, who looks disgruntled, who looks, yeah, you know, upset. The, the wolf man kind of looks a little nervous, a little anxious, right? Uh, the skinny brooding guy... Uh, looks nonplussed, kind of like whatever. Stoic. Yeah, and the doctor has like a half smile. Okay. And they're all drinking their drinks and just sort of wait. Actually, the the wolfman doesn't have a drink. He's okay. he's got something in his hand that. Yeah, he's... I definitely take note of the, his fiddling. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Do you want to move? Nervous. You want to move, move closer over there? Yeah, I want to move closer. Real quick. Uh, real quick, while you're doing that, Germ, is there anything you want to be doing? Uh, well, Germ kind of does what Nero does. He just kind of takes in the room. He, he watches Nate do his thing for a little while, and then he just kind of, that doesn't seem to be triggering anything, so he just kind of scans the room. Uh, does Germ pick up on the fact that the help is like a different race, a less pretty race? Yeah, you kind of, it's kind of hard to focus on anything else but that, I'm going to say yeah. for Germ. Um, this yeah. this feels... Germ sees that his eyes kind of narrow a little bit, and he feels that little prickle of what could be anger. Yeah, but we know that you know he doesn't really do that anymore. Nope. But it's definitely it. He's definitely reminded of the feeling of anger. Like he remembers what it was to be angry right. when he when he thinks about this. One of the as you're saying this, one of the like servers will say he's got a tray of like champagne flutes, right? will, like, just happen to walk up next to you and stand there. So you're, like, scanning this, having these thoughts, right? And one of these guys just kind of, like, ends up... He doesn't notice you, right? But just ends yeah. up right next to you. <laughs> do you want to do anything? I try to grab one of the drinks. Your hand goes through it. Okay. I say, fuck. Um, 
I I take a look at this guy. He looks a little bit older, actually. You might expect like a waiter or a server or something like that, maybe to be a bit younger. But this guy looks old, right? Like maybe yeah. 60s, 70s, actually. Definitely and longer. A, and he's the same species as the wolf man. Right. Canine features in the face and has a tail, right? Oh, that's and the like, other thing about be. the wolf man. Like the tail is, uh, has a, 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 like a ribbon tied on the end of it, too, and that clearly seems to be something that this race does to you know you know like to be ceremonial yeah the 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 long almost like dread hair the tail these things are also get kind of dolled up um and in males of this race as well uh you haven't seen a female of this race you assume there might be a female of this race who knows right it, it looks there has to be and like so so for you guys like this isn't weird to see other races right you're literally a halfling <laughs> a half orc and a human so like you literally right. understand right like yeah <laughs> oh this yeah. is common so that's not weird to you right it's just it is a race you've never seen before but the others are human and you know like they look mm. like nathaniel in every way <clears throat> and there's no I... other races or correct races. just these two okay. all right well i i feel the I feel uh, that kind of that that kind of I don't know what you guys are doing. <laughs> John's just having fun flashbacks. Yeah, because okay. he he played in this campaign. So I I, oh. I want to metagame so bad, but I'm I'm resisting. You're being very good. Thank you. Proud of you. Oh. I, anyway, anyway, so Jerome, so I, I I noticed that this guy's really old. And like like, like the tray's kind of like shaking in his hand, like because he's yeah, he's really old. He's been. Germ imagines subservient his whole life. Uh, Probably. He still can't catch a break. So mm. Germ, you know, he feels that anger bubbling up a little bit. And, yeah. you know, it's, you know, it is what it is. But yeah. he, he'll. Make a will save for me real quick. Ooh. All right. Ooh. I'm a ten. All right. Hang on. I've got to look at my saves. It's an 11 on the dice. How Jeremy got his rage back. <laughs> <laughs> right? Germ, it's how time Jer- to get your rage back. Jeremy got his mood back. Again. So 16 total. Okay. Um, you, feel that, you feel that anger kind of bubble up, but then almost immediately this just like feeling of like warmth covers your body, your soul, your mind, um, and your thoughts tend more towards how could I, if I were able to interact with this being, how could I lead him? What could I do to inspire him? What could I do to make him feel good about his station and his situation? What could I do to show him that he is equal and that, you know, with hard work and uh, uh, fair treatment, he too could live like these other people. Jerome's going to be thinking about that one for a while. You turn into Bernie Sanders. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This man deserves an education. Two species health care. Just makes sense. Why should a man of a wolf-man race not be able to afford to go to college. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. Yeah. I understand that not everybody thinks this way. This is how I think. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I was, I, All right, I, so 
germ germ buries the rage, uh, and um, but he's kind of interested because this is clearly the oldest man in the room who's who's not a patron. Correct. You know. Yep. Who's working? Correct. I'm gonna. So I'm gonna. You know, he looks world weary. He looks. Some might say reluctant. So I'll I'll keep an eye on him. Okay. I'll, I'll watch what he does. Can I can I make a perception check? to notice that germ is not drinking and being contemplative. <laughs> you don't need to make a perception check for that. Uh, no, Cause that shit's weird. weird. You're just dancing yeah. around, right? Still mirroring the stuff. And you see germ sort of like next to this, this, this waiter, this server. Uh, and he looks, yeah, contemplative and uh, calm and yeah, not drinking. Where's Nero? Uh, Nero is walking over to the bar okay. at the opposite end of the ballroom. Yeah, Nero is pulling a germ. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will uh, kind of snap out of it and just, <sighs> that felt right. <laughs> and, uh, Dad. <clears throat> I'll walk over to germ. Just, oi, you, uh, everything okay? Yeah, you know, this world isn't that much different than ours. I'll kind of look around and notice. And in fact, like, so this looks like this could be your world in like 200 years, you know, like it looks mm. like it, it's not so far removed. Like the architecture and the technology is definitely different, but <clears throat> you know, it doesn't, it, it, it like your point is right, Jeremy. It really doesn't seem that different. Glaring aristocracy. Yeah. Yeah, the first the first level From a of this social standpoint. Yeah, the first level of this place was like bonkers different. What the fuck is going on, right? We saw a woman get gored by a boar. Right, in the middle yes. of a weird desert, but she was wearing like chrome tech. Oh, and the the, the army <laughs> of the undead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now we're noticing class struggles. Class yeah, class warfare. Guys, yeah. this is a metaphor, yeah. I think. Now we're in now we're in an episode of Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> <laughs> oh Nucky. Oh Nucky. Yep. So. Okay. I'll uh, yeah, I'll kind of look at the old man. And... Yeah. He'll uh he'll like start to walk off the old man. Is he just doing his rounds? Just walking doing his rounds. The yep. Moving to the next station. Okay. Um, I'll, uh, I, well, I kind of just watch and then see if he goes into any kind of servant's quarters. And I'll say like a few aristocrats have come by and taken champagne flutes off his tray and everything. And he'll give them like a bowed head every time someone does and stuff like that. They, of course, pay no attention to him. Right. Uh, and I'll say, yeah, his tray's empty. So he's heading back towards the bar. He's heading in Nero's direction, which Nero. Oh, oh can I do one thing? Right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? what? I'm just patting myself on the back. Uh, when Germ says that and I notice, you know, what he's talking about. As he starts to walk away, I'll kind of slap him on the back and say, well, if this is the future, it means it hasn't happened yet. Let's, let's be the change we want to see in the world. Yeah? I'm going to get one of those hey, bumper stickers. Hey, 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 <laughs> Nate. Why don't you leave the inspiring to me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I auto-crit on that. <laughs> I, Yeah. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> I'm across the room. I yell, "Shots fired!" <laughs> and then when, uh, and then uh, later on, Germ will ask Nero, uh, "Hey Nero, do you think I would look good in dreadlocks?" <laughs> <laughs> 
you keep like you holding up like a rag behind your head. Like, what do you think? What do you think? Huh? And I say, hey, Jeremy, why don't you leave the existential crisis to me? Okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't uh, you guys leave? No, like I'll I'll falling in love with NPCs to me. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you leave uh, dancing with I'll try to high five a hawk. To me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. This guy gets it. I don't know why, but I thought you were about to say, I'll try to high five a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> What's it's, up, hockey? It's, it's Hoots 3.0. Hoots. Hoots, you're oh, a hawk. Hoots. Oh, Hoots. 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 It's, it's hawks. It's, just hawks. it's guy hawks. Okay. <laughs> God dang it. He's is a it, phoenix. Is it Ethan Hawks? Yep. It's the Elon Phoenix. My pet Ethan Hawk. Oh. I make poor film choices. My Hamlet was in a blockbuster. All right. I'm forgiven because I was in training day. It's very true. All right. So, Nero, back over by the bath. Um, so you're paying particular particular attention to like what the wolf guy is holding. Yeah. Right. All right. Make, like a per- the, make a perception check. Try to make it out. Nineteen. Um, the wolf guy is holding um, a little paper doll in his hand. It's like just a tiny. Is it like flat to two dimensional, or is it like it's got? It's it's like it's really depth. small, so it's yeah, it's got it's got like a little depth to it. Okay, but he's just holding it, and he's not like fiddling it because he would crush it it's he's gingerly just like, like just holding it in his hand and like you know otherwise looking nervous can i make out any features on the doll or it, it's humanoid. it looks Is it, it humanoid no shape? it looks like him it's got oh, like okay. the wolf ears and the little tail on it and stuff like that hmm. yeah I mean, my only knowledge of anything like that would be like i mean are there voodoo dolls in this world sure sure like there would be yeah urban legend no, there would there would be. Or I guess it's magic is real. So yeah, there would be things real. like right, 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 exactly. <laughs> Dude, that, that's always my. I'm sorry, I don't mean to break character, but no, that's ahead. always my fucking biggest pet peeve in movies. Is like you've established that magic is real, but then somebody suggests something, and they're like, "That's ridiculous." That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what is, all bets are off. A mechanical yeah. bird in the sky. Oh, fiddle-dee-dee. It's like in Harry Potter. They're like, they're like, oh, the Deathly Hallows. Like that's. That's a myth. Like you're you're talking crazy. It's like yeah. you're literally in when wizard school. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're. To I'm gonna school. go take my my sentient <laughs> car to London. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Where they were like, I'm gonna go ride a death beast that only I can see because my parents have died. <laughs> but uh, a wa- a powerful wand. No. Damn but it. I have to get yeah, to monsters no, class no. to uh, tame that bird that'll kill you if it gets offended. Yeah. <laughs> but a cloak that could turn me invisible. Literally like magic 101. Yeah. Invisibility. No. Can't, can't yeah, no. That's 102. 101 is, it, was this your card? Yeah, yeah. And, and a stone <laughs> that can bring you back to life. I don't believe in that, even though it's literally happened already. <laughs> now, so excuse me, I'm going to go study for the test on how to defeat the monster that takes the shape of your deepest fear. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you brought some extra cover, JK, because we just poked some holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fix well, it. Come on, Voldemort's not back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Can't happen. Wait He's a minute. Three brothers who had three powerful weapons? That's stupid. Hey, look, my hand can make things die. <laughs> <laughs> and and how did he keep his darkest secret? A fucking anagram. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That that solve the jumble and you'll save Hogwarts. <laughs> that <laughs> solve the 
off the jumble. <laughs> That is literally the plot to Chambers. Solve the jumble! (laughs) Save Hogwarts! Well, uh, to be fair, he still had to kill a giant snake. That's true. While on that, while on that, these magical items, not real. But killing a giant snake and using its tooth to destroy magical items. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Like, there's no way a stone that brings back the dead. You literally talked to a ghost ten, ten minutes, minutes ago. ago. Like, a it, ghost lives in your school. Yeah, a ghost lives in your bathroom, and she helps you fucking win the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, yeah I mean that happens later, but still, you can make too. a cocktail that turns you into other people. Yeah. Uh, hold on, guys. I gotta stop talking about all these urban legends. I gotta go play sky soccer. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I gotta go play the most dangerous sport ever concocted. That is not only sanctioned but fully endorsed by the school. Yeah, yeah. until book until movie in book four, where it's basically that, but also with dragons. Right. <laughs> Good luck. Now, excuse me, I have to go regrow these bones in my arm for, <laughs> for a week. <laughs> bones. Oh, oh that, you know my horoscope was right. I should not have gotten out of bed today. <laughs> I stopped at the horoscope. I didn't get to the jumble. <laughs> oh, did you read the lock holmes? Priceless. <laughs> I gotta pee again. All right. All right, so this doll. Yeah. Uh, so the paper doll of, of, it looks like, you know, of himself. Or of his race. Yeah. Yeah. L- little wolf doll. Okay, definitely keep an eye on this guy. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else you want to do while over there? Uh, a server walks over, sort of like behind you, actually walks through you because it's a hologram. You feel a chill. Yeah. No. Uh, he goes up to the bar and starts getting through you know, more classes. Is the bar holographic too? Like, can I like so like it, yeah, you're not going to be able to interact with any of the physicality of the space. Okay. Yeah. Everything you kind of just walk through. You're on solid grounding footing. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Mike, were you following the old man? Yes, I was. Okay. Yeah, so German Nate will come over, and I'll say Peppery, uh, Marantha, and Sneak also were just kind of like following y'all. So you're all kind of over there by the bar. Six of you looking at yeah. these three against the bar, watching their <clears throat> other compatriot dance with his sister. I'll, I'll address the group as they come over, and I just say, I think I found the reluctant one. Good, because, you know, I've been trying to get this bartender's attention. I don't know how long. <laughs> no, that's what I'm talking about. He's just... Terrible. He He's ignoring us. He's very reluctant <laughs> to help us. Yeah, Germ, Germ says apparently wolf men are racist against half orcs. <laughs> it's a very complicated system. Yeah, they so they won't serve me. Yeah. There's a hierarchy. There's a hierarchy. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Now that y'all are close enough, uh, the skinny brooding guy in the center will speak up and he'll say, uh, This is not how I expected to spend my Thursday evening. And the doctor guy will laugh, and the um, uh, the wolf the wolf man will just remain stoic. <laughs> Germ says, "What the hell's Thursday?" <laughs> it's fucking stole my oh, joke. It's uh, a it, uh, it's even storm. Yeah, even storm to you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Or or half wick. It's half wick. Is it? Oh, that means we're halfway to Saint Twinning's Day. Ah, can't wait for Saint Twinning's. Yes, the uh, the the opposite of Voskinyar, Saint Twinnings, <laughs> where everyone tosses a copper coin into the middle of the street. Yes, Twinnings, they say. Anyway, and uh, they're not all winners. The uh, the 
the brooding guy will say, anyone fancy a smoke? And the doctor will say, that'll kill you. And uh, the center brooding guy will say, good. And he'll like uh, get up and he'll look at the wolf guy. So I was like, and all you'll hear is a very curt no. And um, the center guy will say, all right, just me then. And he'll start walking towards the exit. Okay. Uh, that's the doctor guy, right? No, that's the tall. This is the, this is the guy wearing the, the duster. Guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, he's the one that you got the magical buzz off of, the magic user. And you right. can still feel that. In fact, as he like walks by you to leave, um, make uh, an arcana check for me. Woo, woo. It's, uh, I saw the die uh, roll. 32. I was going to say, that can't be low. 32. Tur- 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 tree fitting. You got a tree fitting. Uh, yes. You get a bursting amount of illusion magic coming off this guy. Interesting. But it's like got a focal point on his person. Okay. Can I like. Try to hone in on it. Yeah, yeah, with that roll, yeah. It's coming from somewhere, like, inside his coat. Tuesday's coming. Do you have your coat? Okay. He's holographic, As he walks by, can I I kind of try to touch him? Uh, Nothing happens. Like, yeah, it goes through. But, like, it's a strong signature. And it's definitely him, because as he's walking away, like, you feel it. Like, you know, you can trace it. Yeah. Sneak will sort of, like, corroborate that with you. Be like, did you feel that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll point at the guy. Reluctant one? I, I forgot to ask who you were talking about. Sneak will say, he's not joining the party anymore. He's certainly reluctant to hang out. Uh, at this point, uh, everyone in attendance will start clapping. Uh, their dance on the central floor is done. You know, the two bow to each other, curtsy, right? Um, and then other people join the floor and start dancing. And it's a different, you know, like st- string orchestral song. Yeah. Um... Okay, well, my first thought was the wolf guy being the reluctant one. He seems very nervous. Um, but maybe we should split up. Maybe somebody should follow. Oh, yeah. I was just Dusty. about to say the same thing, yeah. Uh, so just to verify, you're splitting the party. Okay. I'm kidding, I'm uh, kidding, I'm kidding. Know, here's what we do. Let's send all the NPCs after. <laughs> right, <laughs> all the red shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys, you guys are wearing red. Cool. <laughs> Germ would actually like to head to the where the band is, pick up an electric guitar, and say, "All right, this is an oldie but a goodie." <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep All up. Right, it's I mean, me, it's Marvin. <laughs> Marvin Crumley. <laughs> you gotta hear this. <laughs> and it is still, it's Jeremy. Be good. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yep. All right. So, what do you guys want to do? Um, Besides jam out with the... So the magic band. guy is... He, he went through a door and he's gone? Mm-hmm. He's going back out the front, the way y'all came in. Okay. Uh, I'm going to follow him. Okay. Anyone want to join? Sneak will Sneak. say yeah, because he's felt that magical signature. Sneak's okay. with you. I'll keep an eye on... Uh... You guys pick. <laughs> I can't I can't fairly pick. <laughs> I, I guess I'll, I'll stay on the old butler, I guess. 35 minutes later, you fail this room. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you're tailing, well, the, you're tailing the waiter? Yeah, yeah we had a connection. Said? We had a connection? I mean, I guess, yeah, you could be reluctant. If the rest of the... I guess in my head it was just 
the people we already knew, but I guess it could be anybody, right? I mean, it'll most likely be one of the ones we've seen already. Yeah. Otherwise, what the fuck are we doing, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Nero's gone anyway, so. All right. Well, if you want to follow the waiter, I'll keep an eye. If the rest of that group is staying together, I can just keep an eye on them. Yeah, stay on, stay on, I, I'd say stay on the, uh, yeah, stay on the rest of the group. Yeah, the wolfman and the, and the, and the, the, the other guy. All right, so real quick, just uh, remind me, um, Nero and Sneak, you're going after... Dusty. The old Dusty. Yeah. Uh, uh, Germ, you're following the waiter. Um, Marantha will actually come with you too, Nero. Uh, she'll stick with you and Sneak. Uh, and Nate, remind me what you're doing. Uh, I guess me and whoever's left. Peppery? Peppery. Me and Peppery will kind of take opposite ends of the floor and try to keep as close an eye on the rest of the group. Okay. That includes Blondie, Susanna, Doctor. And the Wolfman, right? And the Wolfman. Excellent. All right. So uh, we will go kind of in that reverse order. So, Nate. Um, you and Peppery will be uh, sort of like yeah, standing near and or about the sort of like you you know like central figures of this this of this whole thing. Um, the doctor will uh, lean over to the Wolfman and say, "So I wanted to let you know that um, I've myself um, been involved." with um, medicine and trials on Ragos, like you. And I want to let you know that I don't, I don't do any of that stuff that used to be legal. I never have. And the wolfman will say, that is fine. It's not my concern. Right, I just, if we're going to be, you know, continuing this thing, I just want you to know that, uh, that, that there's none of that. Very well. And uh, the doctor will say, right, okay, another drink. Do you want anything? No. All right. And uh, the doc will turn around to the bar and get some, you know, get another drink. Uh, Wolf guy will just... Kind of stand there, keeping that same pose, holding the uh, paper doll, and focusing on the dancing. Um, at this point, the rich blonde dude has another dance partner, and the sister has, is now dancing with what can only be assumed is her father. Um, and all of them have very similar traits. Like, the father definitely has graying hair, not blonde hair, but you can tell that he... They, they, they all look similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all dancing another uh, another dance on the floor. Um, and Is that's... Cotton Eye Joe? Yep, yep, basically, right. Anyway. Uh, hey, Cotton Eye Joe. Slide to the left. <laughs> <laughs> One step this time. Bam, bam. All right, so that's that's kind of the only big incident, the only thing. Peppery will 
<sighs> Wish we could interact with this alcohol. Maybe you just have to believe. Yeah, goes right through it. <laughs> just have to believe. Right. Then that guy from Ghost shows up. He's like, <laughs> you gotta move it with your mind. <laughs> you think I fell? You think I, I jumped? jumped? <laughs> Pepper will say to you, Nate. Oh, I love that guy. Oh, he's fucking great. So, we get through this. We get to the top. We see your mom. What then? What's next? You know, I think this might be the first time since I've met any of you, Nero and Germ included, anyone has asked that question. So you've just been kind of stumbling forward. Uh, if you listen to the first two seasons of the office. <laughs> Available now on pod, podbean.com. Oh, yeah. Sometimes we're stumbling not even forward, honestly. <laughs> Mostly sideways. sideways Mostly sideways. Yeah. Uh, I'll say, you know, honestly, it's... Uh, I feel like we're all collective victims of circumstance and we've just kind of followed where the universe has taken us. I, we haven't really had that much time to really stop and think about what we want to do next. Huh. What about you? Well, this has all been leading up to discovering what actually happened to your mother, to Elise. So I imagine once that's over, a lot of us will, I guess, go our separate ways. It's been the thing that's kept us together this whole time. Strange, though. It'll be weird to... Th it's weird to think about a future without Marantha, the, the, the way... It's... I can picture a future without the way. <laughs> but, you know, there's no reason you have to go your separate ways. You know. Provided all parties are willing and able. There's no reason that... Well, you can't stay friends once camp is over. Well, once we've, or he'll say, well, you've seen us, at least just me and Marantha, didn't get much interaction with the way, jealous. He'll say, you've seen us in a, a different, a different way. It hasn't always been this banding together for some kind of common cause. This place seems to have that effect on a group hasn't always been this easily defined same here there have been rifts there have been temporary walkouts temporary abandonings of a goal we've always refound each other are you sure we're not talking about the same people <laughs> I like you Nate you and I seem to be of a similar mindset Read. Perhaps one of those things that so allured me into following your mother's work. You're a lot like her. How's that? Curious. Wanting to take the next few steps just to see what's there. Not necessarily with any kind of goal in mind. Just, just to know. Problem is, in life, is that every three steps you take, the path 
widens. Hmm. Suppose you're right. Make a sense motive check. Okay. Something's off about the way he's talking to you. He's very verbose and very kind of like, he's pontificating. He just dropped some kind of cliche, you know, and he hasn't been doing that. He's been all business, you know. And I mean, like, it matches what he said about this place making you kind of like knuckle down and, you know, to figure out the puzzles or defeat the monsters or whatever. That that part lines up, but this dude hasn't talked like this before. Okay. But granted, the two of you haven't had a ton of time alone, so you don't sure. necessarily know him that well. But so um... the the success of the role, part of what he's saying, you're not sure what seems disingenuous. Okay, seems fake. So. Uh... You know, provided we do get out of this thing with our heads attached, uh, you know, I'm sure the bad humanoids could use someone of your ilk. <laughs> Me? <laughs> oh, there, I'm sure there would always be a job for you. So why do you say such a thing? Besides, I thought you already had a dwarf. <laughs> Not oh. that you can't have two. Right. Maybe well, even three. Why not four? Hey, I always say, the more dwarves, this party. I don't always say that. That's not something anyone says. Well, more then. dwarves, this party. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't keep saying it. Yeah, I'd, I'd let that be the one and done. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, you, you're a man who's with conviction, and you're clearly, you know, hardened by battle. You make a great training officer and recruiter any number of positions hmm. should you be interested uh, I don't know I also like the idea of after completing my mission just going off somewhere for some peace and quiet a little solitude I've been with others for quite some time make a, another sense motive check oh, six Seems believable. Uh, you know, uh, it occurred to me. I know you were, you and Marantha, and the way have been followers and you know students of my mother. But uh, I, I don't know. I thought when we first met, you guys, you struck me as just. Treasure hunters, you were looking for adventure and, and riches. Well, <clears throat> you recall our story. We didn't have such illustrious, you know, delusions of grandeur back when we were working in the royal court. We just did our jobs. We weren't necessarily carved out to be adventurers. Marantha seems to be the only one who craves this kind of life. Uh, what I do you crave? Finishing this. Figuring out exactly what Rodolfo was doing with your mother and why she was so important. 
to him beyond just your common love story. I guess it's not so common given the his social status, but I'm I'm sorry, what he was doing with that? Well yeah. I mean, other than maybe some... No offense, your mother was quite fair, but why a king continues uh, an affair with a woman that he knew back in school? He's the king. His marriage is nothing but power plays. He could have anyone. He was obsessed with your mother. Obsessed. Her name would come up multiple times during court. Multiple times. One reason or another. In private closed-door meetings with his top counsel, she would come up. There was more there. We want to know what, and we want to know why there was money funneled away from the treasury for her. I doubt it was to pay for your upbringing. Again, no offense. None taken. Um, I guess I'm just confused. Um, How do you know all of this? When you work in the treasury, you know where the money comes from, and you know where it goes. (laughs) God, not joke. God damn it. <laughs> I thought you were in character. Damn it. I was like, oh, what is happening with Peppery? Oh, man. Damn it. I thought you were in character. I was like, holy shit, what is happening? <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. He'll say, where does it come from? Where does it go? Uh, he'll say, he'll say, it's the one language that never lies. People can lie about money, but the money itself never lies. The numbers, the amounts. Where did this money go? (laughs) That's what we want to know. How do you know it went to her? Didn't necessarily go to her. It was just used in her name. For what? We don't know. When you say used in her name, what, were there bank ledgers or expense reports? What? Her name was all over these... Accounts, if you will, for use of portions of the treasury. Completely closed door, completely off the books. Except for when you work in the treasury, nothing is off the books. Did you ever have large sums of money given to you by your parents or your. Did you ever. Um, have we met? <sighs> I made my. I survived. I didn't make my living. I survived by cheating and lying and stealing. No, I did not get large sums of money handed to me, although the irony is not lost on some of the wealthiest being probably more deaf than I at the same thing. I think a firm coincidence, given what we're looking at here in this room, the decadence. Can't tell you the number of these court masks, dances I attended, looked just like this. Pathetic. Sense motive. Twelve. 
you're caught up thinking about your mom. You can't quite, you're not paying attention to what he's saying. I mean, you hear it, but you're not like, you know, mm. paying attention to it. So, what, what's your agenda? What's the one thing other than getting out of here? If a wizard came to you and could grant you one wish, it's the one thing deep in your heart you would ask for more than anything else. What would give you the most satisfaction? I want to know why she was so important to him. Maybe they were in love. My boy, this wasn't love. This was obsession, and it was one way. Sorry to speak about things that involve your living relatives in a no, no, it's, crass manner. It's all right. I, I, I don't know. The way she wrote about my stepfather in the letters in her journal that seemed to paint a very similar picture to the way you're describing Rodolfo. Obsessive. Unwavering. Make a... Make a perception check. Add five. Thirty-five. How did you get those letters? I fucking knew it. We're sneak. With me. It's funny because all, all I want to do is talk to Pepper right now. <laughs> fucking hell dude. and all you want to do is talk to Snake yeah. always how it works we always make yep. the wrong decisions we so I want to make sure way. you're splitting Split the party <laughs> <laughs> I want it in writing I want it ah. uh, can we take a quick yeah let's do this I'm gonna let yeah, that's, that's a great stopping point I'm sure that'll be an episode end <laughs> <laughs>